Hello and welcome to another episode of The Chronicle, the official podcast for thepeoplesmovies.com. My name is Paul. As ever, I am your host for this episode 15 of The Chronicle. I'm also the editor of The People's Movies, and I thank you for joining me for this week's episode. In this week's episode, we have two new films, and they're new films that are out in the cinema, and it's Strays, and it's a Blue Beetle. First review for this week is a new superhero in town in the shape of DC Warner Bros. Pictures, family-focused comic book hero, Blue Beetle. For the last two decades, DC has been in the shadows of its rival Marvel, the third Marvel Cinematic Universe, also known as MCU. In the last couple of years, that the cracks have started to appear in the MCU. So what better time for DC to try and obviously steal some of that limelight, even if it's just for 15 uh, minutes of fame? And Blue Beetle may not be a masterpiece, but it is what it is, is it's a solid, uncomplicated adventure with plenty of heart and emotion. The film stars Zolo Maruduena. Some of you may know him uh, from uh, Cobra Kai. And he is our hero, uh, Jamie Reyes, who's returning home after graduating university in the US. And he's returning home to Palmera City in Mexico. And this is a city that's actually divided by wealth. And Jamie's family is sadly drowning in the weight of the economic pressures that are going on. And his dad has uh, many health issues, which forced him to give up his job as a garage, as a garage a mechanic. And obviously, the threat of eviction is now pushing. So desperate, obviously, to get a job, Jamie gets one working for Cord Industries. And this is in the, the company run by the film's villain, Victoria Cord, played by Susan Sarandon. And... She has for decades been searching for this this scarab, which is like a an ancient biotech technology, which she wants to exploit to create the ultimate super soldier. She does have some opposition from her niece, eh, Jenny Cord, who's played by Brinal Marquezreni. I do apologise for any of my my uh, Mexican pronunciations. Whom uh, Jamie actually meets at Victoria Cord's uh, home, where he's cleaning with his sister, Mila, who's played by Belisa Escobedo. And once again, later on in the film, he, he, he crosses paths uh, with uh, Jenny at uh, Cord Industries, where he's up there for an interview. And she passes him uh, a, a burger box with something in it, and she's telling him to escape with it and not to look inside, and she'll meet him later on in the film, and he obviously obliges, but no clue. he has no clue what is actually in this box, so Jamie heads back home with it, and like any curious person, he decides to open it up with his family, and inside there is the scarab, and as we know, we do learn, it chooses him, and from here, chaos enthralls uh, everyone. So Blue Beetle is the final film of what we've been calling the, the DCEU, the, the DC Entertainment Universe. And this is before uh, and hope before James Gunn, uh, people know for the likes of the Suicide Squad and the Gardens of the Galaxy, 
uh, takes over and hopefully for DC fans takes DC in a more entertaining, productive uh, direction. But like Guns, Guardians of the Galaxy at Marvel, Blue Beetle at DC was never ever a total major comic character. And when Marvel took the risky move uh, with uh, the Guardians, it actually worked for Marvel, as we, we, we find well know. Obviously, there's been three films for the Guardians, and the Guardians have been in many other the, the other films of the Marvel Universe. For Blue Beetle and DC, it's not a, a, a total disaster. Just not delivering... It just doesn't deliver anything refreshing or anything new. What, what the film does do, uh, it treads say, uh, uh, safe, familiar grounds. And because of that, we, we get to know the sort of direction it's, uh, direction it's going and what awaits us. And the superhero subgenre is a tired, it's a well-tested, tired uh, road, which personally I believe it's in need of uh, some... Uh, some input, some, some, something different just to make it better, some refreshing, you know, if you like to say, uh, because the road that this farm's going in, we've seen this before many, many times. And Blue Beetle uh, history is quite a long history, and it was created by back in 1939 by Charles Nicholas Wachowski, and Blue Beetle started with Dan Garnett as the original original character and it was a very pulpy adventure and in in the same way as how uh, Jamie gets his scarab uh, it's the same way uh, Dan gets his scarab as well and and and, and basically it's, it's from here it's been a long running radio show film serials of course it's in 1960 Chilton Comics took over that and eventually, when uh, Chalton Comics disbanded, uh, DC took over in the 1980s. But also during the 1960s, uh, which is in the comic books, is regarded as the Silver Age era. Uh, thing, the, the character got rebooted and in the help of, with the help of Steve Ditko. And anyone who knows a comic books, he's a co-creator of the Spider-Man with Stan Lee. And this is when, the lights, when Ted Cord becomes a student of Garnet. And eventually he takes over when the, the scarab, and obviously, as we know, eventually leads to uh, uh, Jamie getting it as well. Blue Beetle is, uh, is an origin film. If it has a future here, it's hard to say. However, Gun, if anyone's been following what Gun's been doing, has already started his reign and he, and he's already looked at what you can see uh what you can see he's targeting is a lot younger actors in the hope of uh, obviously these actors will, will take their characters in a long run obviously that's after the characters uh, these actors really want to do this for a long long time and what make and what we'll say what makes blue uh beetle uh work tick is it's emotional heartbeat and it taps into the, sort of, uh, the family unit. And Ray's family, as, as you'll see as you watch the film, they do stick together, good and bad times, like any family should. And they, they, are, they are, from the moment uh, Jamie 
it gets the scan, transforms into the titular character, and, and they do become an integral part of helping Jamie become who he is to become. And when Jamie has to fight, the family are, are there by his side right to the very end. And it's at the end scene that uh, the, the actors playing Jamie, next to Jamie, uh, finally really start to shine. Obviously, the main one is the matriarch of the Reyes family, and that's Jamie's nana, played by Adrian Barraza. And we, we actually learn that she knows how to take care of herself due to when she was a younger woman. Uh, she was battle, and she's battling with, uh, obviously, a lady with her own secrets. And she also gives some uh, laughs as well. But we mustn't obviously forget uh, uh, Jamie's uncle, Rudy, played with George Lopez. He's a paranoid, eccentric character. And he knows his way around the tech side of things. Also, uh, Zolo Madarena himself, he embodies uh, the role of his character and he brings a lot of charisma and likability as well. But sadly, uh, like many comic book movies, DC and Marvel, the villains seem to be the weak spot. And Susan Sarandon, uh, Victoria Cord, is very uninspiring. And she comes across more as just a greedy human who ends up having a very, very predictable end. And Blue Beetle itself does have plenty, as I said, has plenty of heart. It's deeply emotional and it reminds us the family unit is always number one in good and bad times. And obviously the farm is let down thanks to a very predictable superhero's origin. We stop this film actually uh, rising above its serviceable but entertainment level. I would give this film three stars. And the final film to be reviewed this in this week's episode of The Chronicle is the raunchy comedy, film of comedy, Strays. They do say that man's best friend is the dog. But when man, but when man is a total dirtbag, is he really the best friend of the dog? So Strays is directed by Josh Greenbaum, whose last film was a very surreal and very unusual barb and star go to Vista de la Mar, which starred uh, Christian Wig and Annie Malumbo. That one uh, was loved more by the critics than, uh, if you like to see the average uh, cinephiles. It's like his film. Uh, many things could be seen as a revenge doggy style. It is a comedy, yeah, maybe a revenge as well. Reggie, who is voiced by Will Ferrell, he's an optimistic little border terrier who thinks, thinks every day is the best day ever. And in the early scenes, we get to see how much Reggie loves his owner, Doug, who's played by McGruber himself, uh, Will Fort who is a lewd, crude, drunk, and womanizer, if you like to say, who's more, <laughs> more interesting, pardon the expression, uh, smoking dope with a bong and a bit of trumpet polishing. We, we, we also see from here that Doug, Doug really hates dogs as well. So basically what happens is uh, Reggie's favourite game is search. And before I go, I go on, there's a lot of swear words in here. I'm not going to swear, so I might use a few different words, like fudge. That's one of the words I say. So, uh, Reggie, he likes to play a, a game called Searching Fudge. When Doug throws the ball away and Reggie returns with the ball and Doug replies with uh, the same fudge. But each time that Doug plays uh, with uh, Reggie, he takes Reggie further and further. And now, obviously, in the film, once we learn that game, he's now the furthest away 
three hours away to, into the, an unknown city. They don't actually tell you the name of the city. And and obviously Reggie, he has no clue what life is actually like in the city. And right away, his two big dogs are about to rip them to pieces, only only to be rescued by a foul-mouthed Boston Terrier in the shape of Bug, who's voiced by uh, Jamie Foxx. And he shows Reggie the streets and introduces him to the rules and the pleasures of living at large on the streets as a stray. And you have to do, all you have to do in one of the rules is peeing some and you actually own it as well. So, same again, quite, he quickly in, Bug introduces to other uh, uh, dogs, his friends. We have uh, Hunter, the massive Great Dane, uh, voiced by Randall Park, who is uh, very big in many, many ways. And he used to be a, he trained to be a police dog, but he ends up, he, he's a, he's got a, he's a big, he's a big uh, hound with a, like the, the cone that they put through uh, animals when they've been given uh, some uh, treatment. And he's now a therapy dog as well. And he's in love also with the Aussie Shepherd uh, dog, uh, voiced by Elsa Fisher, who is a very, very smart dog. And she has a great sense of uh, smell. But she also resents that her owner loves the younger younger pup more than her. So the four of them they, they, they embark on a journey back to Reggie's hometown. But the question is, will it be a, a sweet revenge, or for Doug, or is it Doug? Uh, no, uh, is, is it hope? Is it? Just, will Doug have no John Wick if you like to say, or is it home sweet home for uh, Reggie? Strays is full of effing and jumping, humping, pee-pooped, randy squirrels, uh, and so far as uh, named uh, Dolores. That's as level of the jokes we're going to get here. And this place, I feel like, is a little bit like a, a, an adult version of the, the old Disney film, Homeward Bound, as well. Or even a wee bit like a live-action version of The Sausage Party, the thing is, the film doesn't go with a over-complicated... It's not an over-complicated film. It's a very simple film. But most of all, it's a very gross-out film. And actually, at times, there is a few funny moments in the film, especially when uh, Bugs' curiosity with the humans, when he, he's shown uh, Reggie the part that they'll go to, and you see the humans collecting the dog's poop in bags. All I say is if you know what's going to come up here, you'll actually think twice eating a Snickers bar or your favourite chocolate bar as well. Technically, and and the great patience uh, for this film, you have to give kudos to it. Because when the dogs have to do certain things on cue as well, the, kudos to the crew here to get them to go do that, and the trainers as well. It's just a shame that uh, Strays couldn't keep up with the momentum, despite only being 93 minutes long as well and this starts to and the jokes they start to get very repetitive the cursing canine start to, the joke about them wearing off and it just lets you uh, rejoice you just want reggie just to be known as a good boy as well and i said mcgruber himself well thought he actually pulls it all quite good as a bad guy here and and he actually makes us all truly believe and make us hate him Fox voice in Bug, he comes out, he's, he's the scene stealer here as well. And many cinephiles uh, at, the, at the, the screening I was at, at the cinema, 
they were laughing start to finish with us. And and and, and it shows you Stray's will find uh, an audience as well. All I say is just be a good boy or a good girl. No need to actually poop for freedom in the cinema. Once you watch the film, walk out the door and enjoy. And I'll give this film three stars. And there you have it, folks. There's another episode of The Chronicle, episode 15. And I do thank you for joining us here for this week's episode. I'd like to thank Universal Pictures and Warner Bros. Pictures for letting me review Strays and Blue Beetle. Both of these films are now in UK and ID cinemas. Obviously, uh, please do share, like this episode on social media. Please do download it, share it with your friends, share it with your family. You can follow me at Twitter, at The People's Movie. You can also follow me on Facebook, which is also at The People's Movie. You can find us on Instagram and Pinterest as well. You can also listen to future episodes of The Chronicle I will post them here on thepeoplesmovies.com, but you can also download them in many of the places you can download your favourite podcasts, such as Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, Apple, CastBox, and Radio Public. Occasionally, I will continue to chat over the chroniclesinfilm.com, the original home of the Chronicle, where there I will uh, just review more films, talk about anything film in general. To find out when they do come, do sign up for an email newsletter. If you watch... Listen to this on thepeoplesmovies.com. You will find it on the side panel. The, the Chronicle and the People's Movies, we are uh, self-efficient. We don't have any funding. If you'd like to show your appreciation, you can do that uh, at uh, Buy Me A Coffee and also at uh, uh, PayPal. I have left the links also at, at thepeoplesmovies.com on the side panel. panel. Occasionally you will hear me over at uh, Voodoo Raid Online at the show Scary Monsters and Super Geeks, which happens every Tuesday at 7pm. Other than that, I'd like to thank you for joining me this week. Until next time, enjoy the movies.